Hey everyone, this is Alexis, the owner of Artless Bastard Gallery, located in downtown De Pere, Wisconsin, on the west side of the river, and I am excited. This is my first podcast, and I guess this is kind of a test run to see how it goes, to see how the recording goes, and the editing that has to go into it, but either way... This is something I've been interested in for a little bit, but I guess never really thought to pursue it. But now, you know, as you know, we're kind of stuck at home with COVID-19, um, kind of in the midst of that. So what better time than now to uh, learn how to do a podcast and get one going? Um, I'm going to talk a little bit briefly. Um, if you're not familiar with the gallery, it has been around for... I think we're going on about two and a half, three years now. I am not the original owner. I recently took it over uh, end of October and really opened the doors back up on November 1st of 2019. I cannot take credit for the unique name. And the name, uh, how do I say it? It either shocks people or I guess it excites them. And I'm going to read you just a really kind of brief synapse about why the original owners came up with the name and hopefully I can give you a little bit of understanding into the gallery and more about it. Um, and I'm just going to kind of... When the original owners first moved back to the area, and now they're, they were living in Minnesota, so they're coming back to Wisconsin, they were touring homes and they were shocked basically to find that none of them had original artwork hanging on the walls. They immediately thought to each other, this town is artless. Then came the understanding that artists are often the black sheep of their families. They do their own, they do things their own way, are different and often question as to why they would choose to take on the career of an artist. They wanted to create a safe haven or orphanage for these wayward creatives. The idea that these roaming bastards needed a tribe or club and or a place to feel at home and comfortable. Thus, the Artless Bastard Gallery was started. It is a place where all levels of artists are welcome to show their work. It's a place where all mediums of work are accepted. It is a place where the theme of the show changes monthly. But most importantly, it is a place that all are welcome, both artists in the community, to come and experience original artwork. So that's just really kind of a brief summary of the name. And it's interesting because when, you know, I first took it over, you know, people were coming in, they were kind of seeing if I did any changes. And it wasn't until maybe three months in that people were vocal to me about the name and asking me, you know, why is it named this? Or where does the name come from? And it was interesting because it seemed like it, it kind of, you know, was, it was like a streamline of like a couple people that were very adamant that either they're confused by it or they were offended by it or others were intrigued by it. One that stands out that um, you know I'd like to kind of talk about is um, this, this two, two girlfriends came in one night for um, an after hours event and 
that was their first time in the gallery, which is always exciting to me. Anytime anyone, you know, goes someplace new, try something different, especially when it's, um, revolves around the arts, that makes me excited, right? So they're coming in and, you know, the, the two women come in and the one girlfriend starts looking around at the art that's the current show that's on the walls and the other one comes up to me and like right away she I don't like the name and I was like oh okay and uh, <laughs> you know you're not really sure how to respond to that initially and then I was like well you know I do have a small you know description of it behind you if you'd like to take a moment to kind of read about it and get a better understanding of why the gallery is named what it is and it's the same thing that I read to you guys, right? It's that same printout, a really kind of brief summary of how the previous owners came up with the name and why, you know, da, 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 da. Okay, so fast forward, I can see her, she's reading it, but I can tell she's not really reading it, if that makes sense. You know, when someone just kind of scans something, we're all guilty of, you scan something really quick, you're just looking for like the highlights, but you're really not understanding it. So I can already tell by her body language and just how quickly she went through it, you know, that she's not really understanding it or taking the time to understand it. So she skims it and she turns to me and she's I still don't like it. She's like, when I drive by, she's like, I, I don't even want to look at, at it. I don't want to see the name. You know, I've avoided coming in here. You know, she really knew nothing about it, right? Because the name was already putting her off. But for some reason, her spirit let her into the doors that night, brought her in with her girlfriend, who she obviously cares a lot about. And in all honesty, she was like pleasantly surprised. And, you know, it's it's not meant to keep people away. It's, like I said, it's it's meant to create a welcoming environment for the artists who feel like they're outcasted or that they're not welcome. It's, it's supposed to bring a sense of community. And so, you know, our conversation continued and it was, it was interesting and I enjoyed it. And, you know, she ended up having a good time. I don't know if she'll be back. Um, you know, but at least now she has a better understanding of what's going on once she walked through the doors and the artwork is inspiring. It, a lot of it is submitted by artists within the area. So, you know, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Michigan, um, sometimes Illinois, and sometimes we do get artists from out of, um, other states as well. And then, you know, there's a small gift area, which again is all handmade items by very local artists all within Wisconsin. And so, you know, I think she left a little bit more refreshed and hopefully her mind was open. So that, that's, that, um, that kind of, you know, talk with her and then a couple other ones that came up really got me thinking more about the name. And I guess the biggest thing that I kind of took away is like, I've often felt like that. Um, I'm an artist as well. Um, photography is my main medium, but I have a fine art degree and I have worked in, you know, printmaking and I've done, you know, had to go through figure drawing, charcoal. Um, I haven't, fine art degree in my concentration is in art metals actually, but I never pursued that. So I've worked with a lot of different mediums and I have an understanding of what it's like and the hard work involved to be an artist. And I've often felt like an outcast. I've often felt not accepted 
right? For maybe my ideas or concepts that I come up with. So I started to realize like I relate to that person. I'm not artless, thank God, right? <laughs> thank God I'm surrounded by a lot of art. Thank God I can create art. Um, but I definitely wasn't finding, I guess, my tribe um, back here in Wisconsin. I have lived in over 15 years before coming back to the state, but I am born and raised and grew up in um, beautiful Wisconsin. Not to digress too much. So anyway, moving forward, I started to be like, yeah, you know, like I relate to this name, you know, I didn't realize it when I was taking over the gallery. It wasn't until months later. And then I also realized that the name itself is like a piece of original art, right? Art is meant to evoke an emotion in you. Now, it's going to be different for everyone. For somebody, it may trigger a memory from their past. And that memory could be good, bad, it could be sad, right? Painful, whatever it is it's, it's gonna, it's gonna bring that out in them. Or, you know, a lot of art is meant to shock, right? It's meant to kind of make you go, oh, like, and you're either gonna like that or you're not gonna like it. And that's what's so cool about the name is the name, I think, does the exact same thing. Either gonna shock you where you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that that's the name of this business or this gallery. Or it's gonna intrigue you and be like, oh, okay, like I wanna learn more, like this is really interesting. So anyway, that's um, a little bit about kinda, you know, I just think the name is great. I love how it kind of creates that dynamic of, you know, dislike and like, and it's kind of like these two opposite forces, uh, you know, going at each other. So hopefully that explains a little bit more um, kind of about the background of the gallery. The space, like I said, is located in downtown De Pere. It's it's such a great historic building that it's in. Um, it has wood floors, beautiful brick walls, and um, a really cool long wooden bar for when we have our opening. And then there's a small courtyard outside for outside in the back of it, which I'm excited for when the weather gets warmer to decorate that with outdoor art from local artisans and get some seats. Um, of course, if you haven't seen it, there are, gosh, you can go to the Facebook page, which I believe is just Artless Bastard Gallery on Facebook, and you can see lots of images from past shows and all that. So before I get too off topic, which I like to go on tangents a lot, so you guys are going to have to kind of like, <laughs> you're either going to love that or hate that because what happens is I'll start talking about something and then it triggers something else that I I want to make sure I touch base on and then hopefully I'll circle back to the original topic but I tend to kind of do that a lot and I also do that I teach photography and I do that with my students as well because there's important life lessons that come up while I'm teaching that I want to make sure I discuss with them and I don't forget and usually it's just a timing thing so hopefully that uh, doesn't drive you guys crazy so with this first beginning episode um, I really just kind of wanted to a introduce myself, introduce the gallery as a whole, and then just briefly go into what I want this podcast to be. And in all honesty, like for now, it's really just about connecting with the community because the doors are not open, right? We cannot have, you know, with the virus going around, which by the way, is like such a crazy time we're living. It's a really historic time that, you know, we're going through a pandemic. It's so bizarre 
but at the same time, you know, let's embrace it and keep our energy levels positive and kind towards one another and pray for healing as a whole. Um, we're all in this together. And so that's kind of where the idea of the podcast really is kind of originating from is I want to be able to talk to you guys on another level or on another outlet that can hopefully reach more people and inspire you and give you ideas and tips. So with moving into that, for now, unless, like I said, this morphs into something else, my main goal is to help artists grow their business. And that's something we've been starting to have in the galleries. We're having in-person meetups. But obviously, that's only for the people that are in the area that can drive and come to that. So this will be great because this will be for anyone who's out of state or out of the area, what kind of happens at those meetings, or we can't have those meetings right now, will also be discussed on the podcast. So just to give you um, a brief kind of idea, at our first meeting, which was a couple months ago, you know, we did introductions. I really wanted to learn about, you know, how long the artist has been in business. If they're doing this part-time, is this just for fun? Are they doing it full-time? Do they want to do this full-time? Where they're at in their career, what you know, medium they're working with, all of that kind of like background. And that took the majority of the meeting. And it was very interesting because we had all ages, all levels, from part-time to full-time artists to artists in their early 20s to artists that were, you know, in their late 60s, early 70s. So we really had a diverse group, which I absolutely love, right? Because we can all learn from each other. Always learning. So after we went over our introductions, we talked about pricing, which I will do a whole nother podcast about that because there's so much to talk about when it comes to pricing your art. And there's different ways to price it depending on where you're either submitting it or where it's being shown, right? So you're going to price it different when it's being hung in a gallery versus if you are selling it outright on your website. And then of course there's a different pricing your original and then are you going to do reproductions and then the market where you're at. So there's a lot of different things that go into that and then how long you your experience levels. So I'm going to work on putting that together for a future podcast where that's what we really focus. So that was one of the topics that these artists like were like, hey, this is something I struggle with. We all struggle with it. I don't care how long you've had your own business. You know, as a photographer, coming up with pricing and packages is always a struggle, you know, and I've been doing it for over 15, gosh, maybe 18 years. I don't know. I don't want to talk about how old I am. <laughs> so that's one topic that we'll circle back on and we'll discuss. Another one, and these are all topics that we all throw out as a group. So besides pricing, you know, another one was how to photograph your artwork, right? How do you photograph it so you can get it online and sell it? Or how do you photograph it so you can make reproductions? So that's another topic. Um, burnout. How do you deal with it? How do you get out of it maybe in a quick manner and get back to creating? You know, anytime you do something full time, you're going to experience some sort of burnout. And also if you've been doing it for many years, I've gone through burnout with photography. I have taken breaks. I come back to it, you know, but I had been doing it for probably 10 years straight and I kind of got to that 10 year mark professionally and I was fried. 
to be honest. And I didn't really have anyone to mentor me to let me know that maybe this was burnout and how I could recoup and like bounce back faster without losing business. So that I think is an important topic because we all, you know, if it's not burnout, then maybe the other side of that is just there's no creative spark, right? Like what, what do I do next? Like what topic or what theme, you know, how can I push and move my art creatively? Social media, how do you manage that for your art business, right? Where should you be? What platform should you be on? Should you be on Instagram, Facebook? How do you make your own website? All of those things are important. Um, you know, diving into copyright and people stealing artwork. As far as, you know, online now, any kind of image can pretty much be stolen. So we'll dig into that. The artist statement, right? I feel like that's something that I've always struggled with. I think when you have to sit down and type up a couple paragraphs, right? A page about yourself. I often just stare at the blank page of the computer. I'm like, where do I start? So that I think is an important topic. It's not needed all the time, but it's good to have one on hand and then to update it, you know, maybe every six months or maybe quarterly, depending on where you're submitting and if you're doing solo shows. Doo -doo -doo. Presentation, right? How do you present your artwork? And this may seem simple, but you know, there have been pieces that have come into the gallery that weren't ready to hang. And there's always gonna be certain requirements for galleries and for shows, and it should be uniform. And you should be thinking about your final presentation of your work, right? So it's ready, it's basically ready for the consumer, the customer come in and look at it, see it and be like, yes, I want that. They can buy it, purchase it, take it home, put it on their wall. They don't have to worry about framing it. They don't have to worry about mounting it. That is something as an artist is, you know, you need to complete that process. So that's something. Um, submitting to calls for art, right? There's always guidelines for every gallery, right? Including myself. And every submission process is a little bit different. So we'll kind of dig into that. Advertising and marketing. Where do you advertise and market? How do you do it? Are you creating these graphics yourself? Are you hiring somebody out? Um, you know, you definitely, then that may tie back into the social media one as well. Um, portfolio, maybe how and where do you create your portfolio? Are you doing an online portfolio? Where it is your website? Are you have a print portfolio that you have multiple copies of that you're sending out if somebody requests it? You know, there's still different options. Print is not dead. Okay, by any means. And in all honesty, I think that tactile quality of in your hands has um, made a huge comeback. I don't know about you, but I, I mean, I'm actually kind of bummed because I aren't really here in the area, but there's just like the most amazing in Portland, Oregon, and I just love going there and just, I love the graphics. I love the colors. I just love the textures of paper. So... You know, there's something about that tactile quality that I think a lot of us are craving, you know, getting back to. So that's a lot of stuff. <laughs> and if there's any more ideas that you have, you know, I want to hear like what tips, what advice do you want to learn about in order to 
you know, help you as a part-time artist or help you turn into a full-time artist. It doesn't matter what level you're at. I think any of these tips can be applied in one way or another. If I don't have the experience in it or the backgrounds, then I will find someone in the community who does. And then I think that will be fun to have somebody on the podcast with me. And then um, you don't have to just listen to me um, nonstop blabbing, right? <laughs> so... I think that's pretty much it for now. Let's see what's going on with the gallery. I do live Facebook updates usually once a week. Those are on Thursdays. So if you're into watching those live videos, you can definitely follow the gallery on our Facebook page. Or I sometimes do them on Instagram, but definitely the live videos are more to Facebook. But... I'll go over real quick kind of what's happening. So, cause obviously some things have had to be changed and had have had to be updated due again to um, our interesting situation that we're in with this virus being um, going around and the stay at home, right? So the current call for art is called what's on the menu. This is a fun one because this was chosen. I asked the Facebook followers for some ideas for themes and this was one that they chose. So I went with it. Uh, the gallery is seeking two-dimensional, three-dimensional artwork. As long as it can fit through the door frame, it is allowed to be submitted. The main theme obviously has to be focused around food and or beverage. So that has to be the main theme, right? Your interpretation of it that's you. You're the artist. Like, what are you drawn to? What do, are you going to do? Paintings? Is it photography? Is it a sculpture? Is it, you know, oil painting, acrylic painting, mixed media? It doesn't matter. Like, get creative with it. But when you think about it, food has been a subject matter in art going back centuries. I mean, let's think of how many classic oil paintings of a bowl of fruit, right, in a wooden bowl with fruit in it on a table have we seen. So this goes back, this is really, really a classic theme when you think about it, but let's give that modern spin. So submissions are currently open. It has been extended until April 18th. That's when the submissions close online. You can submit, everything is directly on the website at www.artlessbastard.com and just click on call for art. And then you'll be able to find the guidelines. So always make sure you read that over of um, how the gallery operates and how to submit your work. And then that opening reception will be Friday, May 8th from 6 to 9 p.m. If we are allowed to have a group of people in the gallery by that time. Now the show must go on. So if for some reason we are still not allowed to have that happen, this will be a live feed for the opening night that we'll put on. So, um, you know, I've already kind of push, put, pushed things back. So basically the whole month of April is the current show just got extended, which is Amplified, which is a really great one. So check that one out. It's a music theme. And everything's kind of got pushed back a little bit. So the call for art is still open. Something new that I just introduced, uh, I think with the last two shows, is there is a best in show, which is chosen by 
the public, right? So people who come into the gallery, they vote. There's little pieces of paper and they vote in person because the best way to see art is, let's just be honest, right? And whoever receives the most votes for best in show will receive a $100 prize, which we're super excited about. And then second place will receive free entries to the next show of their choice during the 2020 year. And third place will um, free entries as well. So that's really fun because that's all based on public votes. And I will be tallying up the current Amplified ones because we were able to get in that opening event. Again, if for some reason we aren't able to have an in-person show, we'll figure out how to do voting online and we'll make that happen one way or another, right? It's time to get creative with things. So again, be sure to follow the gallery. You can do that a couple ways, either on Instagram, right? Search for Artless Bastard. I think it's artless.bastard on Instagram. And then on Facebook, I believe it's at Artless Bastard Gallery. And then of course the website, which is www.artlessbastard.com. If you wait for like two seconds, a fun little pop-up will occur and that will get you in the newsletter for updates and events. There's also a blog on there, you know, which has information on. So, but social media is definitely the best way to stay current with what is happening with the gallery and with the current shows, art that's sold, call for arts, all that good stuff. So anyway, hopefully <laughs> this is something that you can get excited about, that you're interested in, and you know, we can get the ball rolling on this podcast and we can learn and grow the art community together and, you know, talk about the topics that you're either struggling with or that maybe you're passionate about, you know, give me ideas of things that you want to hear about and you can either send me the messages, you know, direct messages through Facebook, Instagram, or you can email me directly as well at hello at artlessbastard.com. And seriously, introduce yourself. Let me know like, hey, Alexis, I've got this idea for a podcast and share it with me. That That's what this is about. Again, the gallery is about connecting the community and connecting artists and bringing us all together and, you know, evoking those emotions, obviously uplifting one another and creating, right? Doesn't it feel good to create? If you are creating right now, Create something, even if you're not an artist, right? You don't have to have a degree. You don't have to have a background in the arts. But draw something, write a poem, you know, paint something, express yourself somehow. I think it's such a great way to heal. And also, it's such an amazing way to release any kind of tension or built-up energy, right, that we have within. So the arts are beautiful, you guys. Thank you for sharing them with me. And again... Yay to the first podcast. We did it. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great night.